Now this is a story all about how my... Hey guys, Dino Gomez here and you are listening to the Secrets of Coaching podcast where we break down the nuances of growing a seven-figure online coaching business and we are about to get started in three, two, one. Today's episode, we are going to talk about how to overcome the sales objection of I need to speak with my significant other. Let's get into it. All right, guys, I'm pumped up and I'm actually back in the uh, call it or not the podcast studio. So you guys might notice the audio quality is a little bit better. Sometimes I shoot on my iPhone. I record on my iPhone when I'm out and about um, because I get a lot of inspiration because I'm working out and things of that nature. Uh, but today I'm sitting down uh, to record a few episodes for you guys. So you might might notice the, the audio is a little bit better. And so I, I've been debating that whether I should only record when I'm actually sitting down with my record, my proper recording gear or not. But you know what? Some of the my favorite podcasts I listen to, um, they they don't have the best audio quality. They record it when they're out and about. Um, and it's always always about the content. So of course, it's nice to have great audio, but it's always about the content. So because I still listen to those podcasts all the time and they don't have great audio equipment whatsoever because these guys are traveling and on the move when they record their episodes, um, I figured that's probably the same for you guys. So you'll notice sometimes the audio quality changes, but anyways, that is why. It's because sometimes I have inspiration. I'm on the move. I just have my headphones and my iPhone and I'm like, oh, this is a podcast episode. I need to get this out to you guys fresh while it's hot before I lose that train of thought. Um, but anyways, guys, uh, we are going to talk about today uh, how to overcome that that major sales objection. I need to speak to my significant other, all right? And that's a big one. It's actually... Uh, it's actually like the second most common objection on a sales call, uh, right? With the first one being, you know what, it, it's too expensive, you know, or otherwise, um, you know, I don't have the money for it. Otherwise, the money objection, right? So after the money objection, uh, normally is like that I need to speak to my significant other, which is almost basically like a money objection because it's so much money that they're investing that they need to have a conversation with someone else, um, and that being their partner. So. How do we overcome this objection, guys? Uh, I need to speak to my significant other. What do you do? Okay. And it is an objection. Um, again, guys, the goal, of course, is to minimize the amount of objections that you have by properly answering frequently asked questions and pre-framing your audience prior to them getting on a call so that they're prepared to make a decision. Um, and so we can do that to the best of our abilities with our content, right? And that's that's obviously the dream, the end goal. People hop on a call, they're already pre-sold, they're super excited, you answer some of their questions, they're like, boom, I'm in, pay in full, yes, right? And that happens, and that's incredible when it happens. But naturally, like with your marketing, right, some people are gonna be following for a longer period of time until they're absolutely ready to pull the trigger, and that's what happens. They hop on the call, they're like, hey, I've been following you for months, I know all your stuff, I'm in, right? They're already sold, that's fantastic. Other people, they, you know, you recently came into, um, your marketing recently reached them, and they're super curious, so they hop on a call a little bit earlier, all right? And, and therefore, they're probably gonna have more objections because they don't know you as well yet, all right? And so, again, Everybody gets objections regardless of how good you are because for that exact reason, people are at different stages of the buying cycle when they actually book a call with you. Now, let's talk about how to overcome that objection, right? I need to speak to my significant other about this, all right? There's really two main strategies here, all right? The first main strategy is with what you do at the start of the call, all right? So at the start of the call, hey, before we dive in, um, I just wanna make sure, are you the, the right individual who can, you know, should we be a right fit to work with one another 
Are you able to make that decision by yourself or do you need a business partner, a significant other to be with you? Um, should you be a right fit in order to make that decision jointly? So in other words, you want to address this uh, objection right prior to you spending time on the call and really getting into things, right? And so normally when you say, hey, are you able to make decisions by yourself or do you need a business partner or significant other on board? They might say, yes, I do. At which point maybe they can call in their business partner to hop on the call at that point in time with you or their significant other to join you in the call. And that helps a lot, helps a ton, right? So there's that, right? Which is which is ideally what you do to minimize the, I need to speak to a significant other is you try and get that significant other or that business partner on the actual call with them. All right, you can also do this in your application where people actually book a call, but you can let them know, hey, if you need a business partner to be on the call or a significant other, please choose a date and time when they are available prior to booking your call so that they will literally show up on the call with their business partner at their side or otherwise their significant other. And that's what you want to do so that you don't have to have multiple calls with an individual, one with them by themselves, and then the second one with them and their significant other or business partner. Ideally, if they need somebody's um, uh, sign-off, that person's on the uh, first call with you. Now, that's what you want to do for starters, right? That's awesome. That's cool. That's what we, we want to do to kind of pre-frame things. But nonetheless, a lot of times people will say, nope, I can make decisions on my own. And, right, it's not always the case, right? So you go through your call. At the end of the call, they go, hmm, uh, you, right, I need to ask my wife. I need to ask my husband. I need to ask my business partner. All right. So what do you do when they say um, at that point of the call, I need to you know, speak with my wife, speak with my husband, speak with my business partner. This is challenging, right? This is a challenging objection at the end of the call because if you've had any, no matter how, no matter how long your call was, right, especially if it was a longer call, it's really hard for that individual to go articulate back to their spouse or their business partner everything that you just discussed, all right, and the emotions involved, right? It's really hard for people to to accurately convey what their emotions are. I really want this. I really want to go for it. I really want to change my life. I really, you know, it's hard for people to to, to say that. This means a lot to me. I, I really want this support. It's hard for them to say that to a significant other or to a a business partner oftentimes, right? And, and so, uh, and then when you're on the call with them for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, it's also very difficult for them to go and recite everything, the entire discussion you had for 40 minutes back to their spouse or their business partner, right? Normally, that conversation they will have with their spouse or business partner is the duration of maybe five to 15 minutes max, right? It's like, hey, so I hopped on the call today about XYZ. I, I really want to join. Here's the deal. You know, here's how much it costs. That's normally how that conversation goes with a, a spouse or a business partner. Here's how much it costs, right? And so it's leaving out the resume, the testimonials, the, um, you know, the benefits, what the outcome is like all of the different things the connection built why you trust this this company or this individual so much right all of that's left out it's like here's how much this costs can i do it right and the the spouse or the business partner does not have any uh background information beyond that normally so it's a, normally right the the spouse or the business partner not in all cases but oftentimes to them logically it doesn't sound like a great investment there all the spouse or business partner is really hearing is hey i want to go spend five grand 15 grand 30 grand right and if that's all they're hearing they have no context it's kind of like mm, maybe you shouldn't do that 
um, right? But they have no idea, right, of all the other stuff. So, right, you pre-frame the call with, do you need somebody to be on this call to make a decision with you? Let's get them on board. And then if they still you if they say, I'm, nope, I can make a decision by myself, you get to the end of the call, they go, actually, you know what, I, I do need to speak to my spouse or significant other. Um, it's First off, it's harder for them to say that um, because they said they could make a decision by themselves at the start of the call, which means at that point, right, they're going to go to another objection while it seems expensive and you can talk around, you know, then you can work through that one or... I need to think about it, right? And you can work through that one. You can help them overcome the objection of I need to think about it with them on the call. And we've gone through how to overcome that objection. I think I'll do another episode on that one as a reminder of how to overcome the objection of I need to think about it, but you help them think about it on the actual call. Now, they say I need to speak to a significant other business partner at the end of the call. So what do you say at that point? If you, again, you do all your objection handling around around you know the the other subjects, Right. If they say need to speak to an, a, a significant other, it's like, OK, awesome. First, you know, before you do so or anything like that, let me just make sure like first, let's make sure this is still the right fit for you. Like, do you trust, you know, do you like our solution here? Yep. Do you trust that these testimonials are real? Yep. Do you like the me as the coach or if it's sales rep, do you like so and so as the coach? Yep. OK, so all those things line up. So it's really that you actually legitimately have to go speak to your significant other. Yes. If the person goes, you know, if you say, hey, do you understand our solution? Do you like our system for getting you these results? You want to ask them that question rhetorically because oftentimes they like it, but they still have a question, right? And people don't buy things unless they are certain um, or unless they understand how it works. And so they might at that point go, well, yes, I, I, for the most part, understand that this works, but I do have a question. Are you going to give me support around this? Are you going to give me this tangible thing here? Um are you going to cover this in the training? Are you going to do this? Uh, how many one v one calls do I get? Or, you know, they might have other questions here. Yeah, I, I understand it. it makes complete sense. But I did have a question around the Facebook ads component. Do we get support on that? So they might have another question there in terms of, do you like our solution to get you the end result? Um, so that's why you circle back around to that, even though their objection is, I need to speak to a significant other or business partner before, you know, you want to make sure that everything else seems is good to go, right? Do you like our solution, right? Do you have any questions around our solution, our, our way that we're going to help you? Awesome. Do you do you trust these testimonials and results that we can get them for you as well? Yep. Awesome. Okay. Um, do you like me as the coach or do you like so-and-so as the coach? Um, yeah. You know, and normally they might probably say yes, or otherwise they might say, yeah, well, I, I do. They seem like a, a pretty good person. But I, I read online this about them. Maybe they have an objection there. They're a little bit scared about a negative testimonial that came in or something else. So you can address that. So you want to address everything else, make sure everything else is buttoned up. Now we go back to the, you know, we know for sure the objection is I need to speak with somebody else. We make joint decisions in this household or me and my business partner make decisions together. It's like, okay. So what you want to do at this point is make sure that you send this individual off um, to talk to this their significant other or their business partner you want if, if it, again and ideally you get them to make a decision on the call right but if it is one of those circumstances where they are have to go get permission then what we like to do right is 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 grant them that uh, that opportunity to go speak to their significant other and so forth however um we like to send them away with firepower we want to make sure that they understand 
right? That there is, it is nearly impossible for them to recite to their significant other or business partner, right? How much value we are going to bring them, right? Our track record, all of the, you know, all of the conversational things we hit on, how we understand what they're struggling with and how we can help them, right? And why we're the best fit solution for them. It's going to be very difficult for them to go articulate all of that back to their spouse or business partner. So, you want to let this individual know, right? You and, and this is kind of the way to frame it. Hey, do you, is it fair to say that um, your spouse is not in your shoes? They go, yeah, definitely. Okay, is it fair to say, it sounds like you've been following us for a while. You've seen a lot of our content. Is that correct? Yeah. Is it fair to say that your spouse hasn't? Correct. Okay, so you know a lot more about us. You trust us a lot more. You've seen our testimonials and track records you maybe have even reached out to a few of our clients to confirm they're real um, and your spouse hasn't. Is all of that correct? Yeah. Okay. So is it safe to say before you go speak to your spouse that most likely from the outside looking in with them having no context whatsoever that they're probably going to think that this is perhaps not the best decision? Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Okay. Yeah. And, and it makes sense, right? Because you're, you're the one here. You've done all the research you've gone through, you've listened to all of our marketing material and and gone through all of that. You're the one who has this particular problem, right? That you're working to solve and you, you, you understand the ins and outs, why it's so crucial to have this solved now rather than having this drag on for years and years. And, and you've seen our client testimonials over and over and over and over again, and you know, our track record and so forth and your spouse doesn't, right? So naturally you guys probably are going to have different points of view here. Is that correct? You know, is that fair to say? They normally say yes. Now, this is something they normally won't think about, right? The different point of views, unless you actively bring it up for them to think about, right? So now when they go speak to their spouse or business partner, they are already expecting that the spouse or business partner is going to be a little bit shaky about the decision, right? And they're able to step in and go, no, I've been following them for, you know, a month or three months. I've went through all their training. I looked at all their testimonials. I spoke to some of their clients. I did this, I did this, this. They're able to be more confident right? And, and defending them themselves and their desire to want to join your program, right? With the understanding that the, their spouse or business partner doesn't have the same input as them. All right. So that is huge, right? It's monumental. So you, if, if they must go speak to their significant other or business partner, you need to prime them, prep them for that conversation and make sure that they are aware that it's just, right? That it's also going to be impossible for them to articulate back to their spouse, everything that was discussed on the call, the solution for you, right? It's gonna be really tough for them to do that. So as long as you prime them to understand that, right? Then you wanna let them know, yeah, so make sure you let your husband and your wife know, you know, that, right, it, it, it's impossible for you to really articulate, right? Um, you know, how, how excited you are about this opportunity, what we can do for you and, and how confident we are in our ability to help you in our track record, Right. Uh, make sure they understand that it, it's hard for you to explain all that, but that you feel very confident in this decision, right? And 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 therefore, right, your your spouse, your business partner is, is more likely to actually trust you. Um, and it's it's important that you have that come from. If you really want to do this, if you really want to get that XYZ result, you're going to have to uh, go into that discussion with them with the understanding that you know, they have a different context. And so you are going to have to, um, come, you know, help them understand your come from and that this is a great decision for for not only you but for for everyone, right? For your if it's your business partner, obviously that's important for your business. If it's your spouse, right? You're doing this to you know to help the entire family, all right? And so you really want to have that come from because 
we really want to help you. We see you as a great fit. Um, right. And we just, we, we both agree, right. Your spouse isn't going to have the same context here of the opportunity and what we can do together. And so, um, yeah, go have that conversation with them and just know that come from, um, so that, you know, so that they're excited for you so that they put their trust in you and in this decision. And then we can get started together and you can come back to them right in a few months and, and they can be super excited that this, you know, that both of you agreed to this decision. All right. And so that's what you kind of want to do guys. Send, send them back to their spouse or their business partner with firepower and with a preframe for them to understand because otherwise, right. They, um, you know, otherwise they, they, their spouse, right, with no context is going to be like, it's just going to see the price tag and go, that's not a great investment. Um, and so they need to be ready to, ha- you know, defend themselves in, in this opportunity for them to grow, um, you know, by by you providing them that, that uh, you know, that that firepower, so to speak. Um, but uh, again, only do this, guys, when it's 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 the when it's a client, you know, you know, this, this is how we always sell, right? When it's a client, you know, you can actually help and, and they're ready, they're ready to go and they're action takers and so forth like that. Uh, you know, you want to do that, but that's always our come from, right? What we are in the business in terms of, we always view sales as service, right? People that we know we can't help. We've had people hop on the call with us before and be like, I want to make a million dollars in next month. And we're like, can't do it. Like, sorry, wrong, wrong team for you. Um, because we're not going to sell the pipe dream. And so, but when we know it's the right fit, they have the right problems that our, our program and, and coaching solves that problem, then it's our job to help them make the right decision on their behalf because it's what they want to do. It's the help that they need, but their mammal brain oftentimes will keep them in scarcity mode and keep them from growing. And then they're just going to be on the same hamster wheel that they're on for the rest of their lives, or they're going to invest with a much crappier other coach. All right. And that's why we, it's, that's why, uh, and or if you want to, say, if you're lacking confidence on your sales calls, one, you need practice more, you need repetitions. But the major thing is make your coaching and your program better. Do everything you can to help your clients get results, so that when you get to those points on a sales call where you need to step forward and help people make an empowering decision, you can do th- so ethically, right, and help them make the best decision for themselves. Because if you don't close them and help them help themselves, they are going to go to another coach who it they're just a number to that coach, right? They're probably just a number to the guru coach or whoever it is, right? And they're not going to get the support that they need to actually grow. Or they're going to go to somebody who's brand new and maybe doesn't have the experience. Not to say all co- all brand new coaches aren't great, um, right? But it, if, if you do everything you can to make sure your program and your coaching is awesome, right? Or your services are awesome. If you're an agency owner, then, right, it's going to, you're going to be able to sell better with confidence. You'll help more people because obviously your program is better. So it's really a win, 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 win for everybody. And you're saving the customer, the client from having a bad experience with your competition. All right. So that is it for this episode, guys. I hope this was helpful. Put this one into action. And we will see you guys in the next Hey, episode. Zeno Gomez here. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to head on over to thesecretsofcoaching.com for more resources, downloads, videos, and cheat sheets to help you grow your online coaching business. All right, and if you picked up a cool tip or strategy from this particular episode, we would love a five-star review where every single month we choose one lucky winner to win access to one of our coaching programs. All right, so that is it for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you.